With spring right around the corner, maybe you like me, you're excited to get out for longer walks and runs, pick up a new book to read outside, or just get out and explore new neighborhoods and food. Or we could do all three wrapped in one. Our friends over at Read and Run Chicago are expanding to nearby Lamont for three different meetups. The group is like a combination running club, book club, and neighborhood tour, and each route in Lamont is about three miles paired with a different book from Pat Camaliere's Corotazi Historical Mystery Series. Afterwards, you'll get to sit down with the author and historian and sample some food from local restaurants. The first run is Saturday, March 23rd. Spots are limited and are going to go fast. So register now at readandrunchicago.com or find the link on their Instagram at readandrunchicago. Today on CityCast Chicago. The Bud Billiken Parade, the largest black parade in the country, is turning 94 years old this Saturday. It runs down King Drive every August and celebrates kids going back to school. Throughout my life, I have walked, biked, skated, even Ferris Bueller my way through the parade. Before last year's celebration, I sat down with two lifelong participants to reflect on the magic of the Bud. It's Wednesday, August 9th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is what Chicago's talking about. Dilly, you all ready to go? Fire it up, my brother. Y'all know when we got questions about Chicago history, one person and one person only we got to reach out to, and that's my boy Sherman Dilla Thomas, a.k.a. your neighborhood-friendly historian. Dilla, welcome back to CityCast Chicago. And thanks for having me, brother. How are you? Today, I got you in here to talk about a cultural institution, and that's the Bud. Uh, Dilla, what's your earliest memories of the Bud? Man, that's a deep question, too. You always go there with, like, the, the first question. <laughs> I th- I'm thinking you're ready to ask me, like, who created it, right? But, like, we'll jump a, into that. That's a, that's a really, really good one. My dad was a part of the African-American Police League, right? And so they... Uh, would be tasked sometimes, especially when uh, Harold was mayor and when Eugene Sawyer was mayor. That was the security detail. So my earliest memory is riding in like uh, one of the squad cars that was following behind my dad, who was following behind Eugene Sawyer in the parade. What was the the hype around the parade during your childhood? Was it a, as big a deal as, as it remains for some people? Uh, I sadly would say it was a lot bigger than it is today mm. in my in my estimation. Right. Like uh, just looking around the city when I was a child there, you know, all the billboards aligning the expressways or are up and down, you know, as you're entering out in and out of downtown uh, would have had like the Bud Billiken is coming. And then though I've heard a few commercials, right, but it would have been like it, it was such a big deal, man. You know, it rivaled the taste as far as the attendance on King Drive when I was a child. And we're talking about 93 years of history. Walk me down um, that that timeline back to its original creators. The Bud Billiken Parade we get from the Chicago Defender. A uh, very famous African-American newspaper founded here in Chicago by Robert Abbott. As a matter of fact, Robert Abbott's mansion is uh, still on the 48th and King Drive, west side of the city, third or fourth house on the corner. There's a marker that marks the spot in front of it. Uh, but 
So he created the Bud Billiken as like a pen name for one of his uh, writers at the Chicago Defender. And it was like a kid club. David Kellum. Exactly, Mr. David Kellum. Not just David Kellum, but Robert Watkins, too. And so they would, you, you first they wrote under the surname, and then, then it became like a children's club, right? The Bud Billingtons Children's Club. So before the parade, you've got like a section in the newspaper dedicated to black kids, Correct. basically. Yeah. And what they're doing, what they aspire to do. And it's, and it's really reading some of those articles is really, really awesome. But that starts about 1921. And so that lasts until about 1927 and 1928. In 1928, the Bud Billiken Club, right? You know, we got Instagram and stuff now, so it's it's hard to imagine. But the (laughs) newspaper was everything, man, especially in the 1920s, right? Maybe one out of 10 African-American families had a radio, right? So forget a TV and we didn't have a cell phone. And so you engage with the newspaper. You would write in. You would read the letters to the editor. you You would send in the box tops to win prizes, right? Like it was... It's a very interactive thing. And so the Bud Billiken Club had grown to about 4,000 kids on the south side of Chicago. And they decided to have a parade. And they were going to march from uh, the original offices of the Defender, which is 34th in Indiana. It's like 34, 35 South Indiana, I believe. And then they marched to the Regal Theater, which is now sadly a parking lot due south of the Hare Washington Cultural Center. But the parade was so successful and everybody had like such a great time that the very next year, 1929, becomes the first ever official Bud Billiken parade. When you heard Bud Billiken, what, what kind of, you know, feeling did that give people? Man, goodness gracious. From 1910 to easily 1948, 1950, but a couple of decades, there was only one African-American congressman in the entirety of Congress, right? The House and the Senate. That one black dude was from Chicago, right? And so that Mm -hmm. made the city of Chicago the seat of black politics in this country. And so because of that, every politician, Republican and Democrat, had to come pay homage to King Drive or South Boulevard, what was called then, Mm -hmm. and march in the bud. And then for the neighborhood folks, it was a a chance that you knew you were going to see all the big names, right? There isn't a uh, Chicago mayor uh, that that hasn't marched in the Bud Billiken Parade, right? Since there's been a, a Bud Billiken Parade, there have been people running for certain offices who, who have declined the Bud. And then when you look at what happened, they certainly didn't fare well with the black vote, right? Like you can't come ags for the black vote and not not march in the Bud Billiken Parade. And coming over there exposes say if you're a republican candidate right you you certainly gonna get grilled on king drive about your politics right but that's why yep. uh, jim egger is able to win two terms as a republican in illinois he didn't he didn't turn down the blood he showed up right
The City of Chicago Department of Business Affairs and Consumer Protection offers a free entrepreneur certificate program for future and current business owners in Chicago. Participants must complete six webinars within six months in designated webinar categories. Graduates are eligible to apply for the CIBC Bank USA Entrepreneur Loan Program, a bank partner with BACP. The longstanding program was created to support startup or early stage small businesses, gain entrepreneur training with important working capital. Since the program launched, more than 1,000 Chicago entrepreneurs and business owners have successfully completed the program. Completing the process is as easy as one, two, three. Number one, register by signing up at chicago.gov slash BACP certificate. Number two, attend six webinars by registering for upcoming webinars at chicago.gov slash BACP webinars. And number three, graduate from the program and you'll receive your digital certificate and information on connecting with CIBC Bank USA. To learn more about the BACP Entrepreneur Certificate Program, please visit chicago.gov slash BACP certificate. When you look at some of the great names that have come through the Bud Billick and Parade over the last 90 years, you're talking about people like James Brown, people like Billie Holiday, MJ, Muhammad Ali, you know, Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, Queen Latifah, Oprah. Like these are some huge names when we talk about the significance of the Bud Billick and Parade, just you know, it's the largest black parade in the country. How much of a, you know, cultural legacy has that kept up over the last 90 years? I think it, it has uh, definitely helped to keep the cultural legacy upright. It has de facto helped preserve King Drive, right? You know, anytime they're deciding they're, they're in the name of urban development, they're going to do A or B to King Drive. What has always worked to slow them down is and this is the home of the Bud Billiken. You know what I mean? Like that, they understand that 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 is that day like no other is a, is a place that's gonna put you in front of your constituents. But just the it's so it's so much of what we think about, right? We think about the South Shore Drill Team in Chicago, and we're proud of their legacy, but we associate them because of the Bud, right? We think about the Jesse. Jesse exactly. White tumblers, when right? I think about the you know tumblers. what I mean? Exactly, right? Yeah, the Jesse White tumblers have flipped at the White House, right, for the inauguration parade. But that ain't <laughs> what we associate with them. We associate them to the bud. You know what I mean? Another group that has marched in the parade for four generations is bringing out talent. Shakuna Stewart is the current president of the dance troupe. My great grandmother, mm -hmm. she started it. Then it went to my grandmother. Then, you know, once my grandma, she was a little older, my mom started. And then I started helping my mom, you know, and I see that she was getting older. So it was nothing but for me to do to hop in and take this thing on. Shakuni, it sounds like for you, your earliest memories for, for so many Chicagoans is about going to the bud. But it sounds like your entire life you've been in the bud. I think I read at one place your mom's was walking in the bud with you in, in her belly. Like, what yes. is that? What does that mean to have this so integral to your family's history? And you know what? It's so crazy because I did the same exact thing. Each one of my kids have been in the parade with me when I was, you know what? We never missed the year. That's all I can say. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm going to ask you to put on your, your choreographers, your, your, your president of the dance troupe hat real quick. Explain what that looks like. Cause I've heard for, you know, at least for bud organizers, they start preparing pretty much the month after the last, but what does that, that regiment and preparation look like? The preparation is turning a lot of kids who never met each other into one band, one sound. That's like the whole goal of it. We have to turn 
those children who didn't even know each other names into one band and one sound in a matter of time. So the focus is to have them together by a certain amount of time, certain amount of day. And it's just really like coming together to get it done. You know, Shakuna, when you're walking that strip of King Drive, can you kind of just visualize it and give me a sense of like everything you're seeing and everything you're taking in from from the dancers that are with you to the barbecues happening on the side? Like, what does that picture look like for you? A big family barbecue. <laughs> That's what it reminds you of. You ever go to still like your family barbecue and everybody's out laughing and getting wet and eating ice cream. It's just like a big family event. That's what it really is in the end. You can see Shakuna and Bringing Out Talent Saturday in the parade and check out the short film Billick and She Helped Produce. It's playing on the Merchandise Mart as part of Art on the Mart starting tonight. There's also a huge back to school element. This was founded as a children's club, the importance of protecting children, making sure they're going back to school ready. You know, as a as a parent, what is that time of the, the summer like for you where it's not only do you have this massive celebration, but like getting kids excited to go back to school ain't always the easiest thing. So so how, how much has the bud played a factor in, in your family's summer celebrations as you're getting ready for for the school year to start back up? Man, I'm telling you, you you're in your past life, you like a the theologian or something like that. You was probably a preacher, right? You real good at pulling on the heartstrings because what you immediately made me think <laughs> about was though we love the Bud Billiken Parade, it probably signaled in my house where you get ready to have to start practicing your bedtime. That's some bull crap, right? Like right after the hit week after the Bud, now you back to going to sleep <laughs> at nine because by the time school starts, right, they want you in your rhythm. So it's certainly exactly. uh, associated with with back to school. It allows for people in that community who sometimes depend on the Bud Billiken Parade for the book bag full of school supplies that you're going to get. And it, it also affords the uses of the world. And what I mean by that are like the people who are blessed. Right. It gives us a chance to give back, you know. Well, you you really ain't about a Chicago nothing if you ain't contributed to help the kids at the Bud in some shape, form or fashion. Right. Uh, along your journey. Having transitioned from the childhood excitement you felt to parenthood and fatherhood where you've taken your children, has the bud lost something, a, a momentum, a prestige, you know? I always want to say, you know what? Oh, man, I'll be getting myself in so much trouble running my mouth. Every now and again, I, I feel like Tamil Black gassing me up. Like, go ahead and say it, G, go ahead and say it. And I know I'm not supposed to say it. I don't think the bud has lost any prestige at all. I think it's contradictory to come from, like, the the, the city of Chicago to, to take that position because you've closed all the elementary schools around the, the route of the Bud Billiken Parade, right? You've closed all the mental health facilities, and you, you knocked down Mike Reese Hospital mm -hmm. for an Olympic village that you didn't even have a bid for. So you also created the, the environments over the last 30 years, over the last 35 years. What has happened directly to Bronzeville is the reason that the Bud Billick Parade has lost some of its luster, right? Because I don't think anybody doesn't think it's as historic. I just think folks realize that there have been issues over the past, right? There have been acts of violence or somebody has gotten jumped, right? And that, that ruins it for us all. The bud is going to always be the bud. I, I'm so proud that my ED, my ED Sinstack is still doing it. Right, I'm, The Chicago Defense Charity is not giving up on that. I'm, I'm so ecstatic for them. But like I said, I think if uh, for it to return to its, its luster, we, we all got to kind of dig in. And I, I don't I don't think it's it's 
one set of anyone's uh, fault where it finds itself today, right? I mean, just going into the bud, for people listening who've never been, would you suggest with so much to do this weekend in Chicago that people make themselves down somewhere between Washington Park and 39th and King Drive yes, sir. and take in the bud? You got to, man. One, uh, that's the oldest architecture uh, still standing in the city, those mansions. So as you're looking at the parade, turn around and check out those houses, too. A lot of history has taken place in those houses. That's That black metropolis changed the world. But then the kids... Uh, need our support too, man. Nothing makes you want to continue to do the right thing and people cheering you for doing the right thing. Hey, Dilla, as always, I appreciate you coming through, dropping some history on me. Uh, it's always an honor and a pleasure. So, hey, anytime, my brother, you probably be cool. Before we let you go, a little update to yesterday's episode. Lead producer Simone Ali Saya mentioned that at-home COVID tests have expiration dates. They do, but a lot of those dates have actually been extended by the FDA. Check the show notes for a link to see if your test is still good. And thanks to listener Riley for the tip. There's some good news. Chicago's largest mural festival, Titan Walls, is running all week across Logan Square and West Loop. Check the show notes for a schedule and map of where new murals will be popping up. And this Saturday, enjoy a day of music and food at District Brew Yards in the West Loop, while over a dozen artists contribute to a brand new mural. As always, we appreciate you for listening. Make sure you're reading our daily newsletter, Hey Chicago, at chicago.citycast.fm. And hey, if you found the podcast through listening to Hey Chicago, leave us a rating and review and tell us how you're liking the podcast. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace. I'm going to put the headphones in there. You can tell me if that sounds better. But like I said, sometimes the mic is janky.